You're listening to the Carl Network. What is that? What is that? What is it? Oh, no, no, not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! I'm losing my eyes! My eyes! Ah! This is not a joke. Teach your parents what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Guess where you just got into cool guy zone. Disgusting, vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos. Welcome to the first creep off of the year. And that means we're taking a dump on 2023. That's right. 2023, good riddance, I say. Good riddance. My name is Vinny. I am your host. And joining me, my co-host, your pal, Hot Carla. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? Happy Super Chat Tuesday. Happy New Year. Here we are, another year of The Creep Off. We had a banger of a bonus episode on Friday, so I'm actually kind of excited to do a show with you. We had so much fun. Yes, that was a that was a blast. If you're not on our Patreon or Supercast or maybe your credit card expired, you might want to check that. Great bonus episode that we did this past Friday. We do them almost every Friday. Yeah, just about. And uh, we'll be going on Fridays for the new year. So Beautiful. I am putting up... This week, if you are a patron, uh, Supercast or whatever, I will be putting up uh, nominations for the Hall of Fame because we're going to do one to start the new year. Great. We're going we're gonna to induct somebody, so uh, get ready to make your nominations there. Do you have your uh, nominees already set, or do we need to ask for suggestions? No, what we do is we post the name. Okay. Uh, you post the name of who you think should be nominated, and I will put up a poll based on which nominations got the most votes by you, the patrons. Beautiful. So you'll all, uh, it's a very, it's a great process. It's what the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame should have done a long time ago. So this Friday, you and I will still be friends. Um, Sunday night, it's a big game in the NFL. Vinny, how are you feeling about this? So if people don't understand what we're talking about here, Vinny being a Dolphins fan, I'm a, a Buffalo Bills fan. They're playing each other. If the Bills win, they win the division. If the Dolphins win, they get the, what, two overall seed? Yeah. So high stakes game. High stakes. A lot of bragging rights because Buffalo did win earlier in the season. By a lot. 28 points. I was there. I remember. Yeah, I remember. You were there cheating. You were there <laughs> cheating on your consequence, you cheater. I don't remember me cheating. I remember me putting together a very fun video that was of me wearing a Dolphins jersey. My favorite part is when you threw that jersey away and just like, I'm a Bills fan, instead of just taking your medicine for the whole game. Asshole. <laughs> okay, nobody cares about fun, football. <laughs> nobody cares about football. Let's find out who won our I think you and I episode. should watch that game together and live stream our reactions to the game. That's just a, a suggestion, but I, I could be wrong. Uh, oh, man, that would be fun, though. That would be funny. Okay, anyway. I might be in on that. All right, we'll, I might we'll be think in about it. That. We'll think about it. Okay. We'll be I, going up against uh, Potato Soup, so we got to remember that, too. Just a shit who gives a fuck. Sorry, <laughs> Cardiff. Enough. You could watch it later. Potato Soup will be on in rerun. That's right. But you could only watch us live 
during a football game. Football once. is live. Potato soup is whatever you want. That might be fun, but dude, you're really bad to watch game. Well, you're really bad to watch games with whether the Bills are winning or yes. if the Bills are losing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge asshole. <laughs> I really fucking hate watching football with you because you really are a fucking grinning prick. Yep. And I'm not. I'm relaxed and cool. Sure. As the other side of the pillow, baby. <laughs> yep, sure you are. Of yeah. course. My face isn't red as... <laughs> you don't scream at officials or anything. By the way, that was a suggestion. I don't know. I'll bring it up now just because I'm thinking of it. Someone said that we should pick the creepiest NFL official as our category one of these weeks coming up. Have Whoever we done that, that yet? fucking guy was who, who was in charge of the Eagles-Dolphins game this year. That's my pick. Yeah. Well, how about the? How did you see, catch the end of the? All right, I won't get into it. The end of the Lions game was nuts. I did see that too. That guy should be fired <laughs> oh, immediately. Yeah, no shit. His fucking shit should have been in a garbage bag, in the fucking in front of the locker room yep. door for the refs. Yep. Just get out. Either way, let's uh, bring in our results, girl, and find out who won creep mess. Oh, it doesn't look like she's ready. Hold on. Oh, I see. Oh. There she is. I was trying to get her while she wasn't ready. Just to, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> funny. It would have been funny. Hi, Jess. Yeah. Hold on. My dog just walked in here. Yep, still not I was ready. Ready, I swear. Dad just came knocking on my door. It's okay. Hi. Hey. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year, Jess. Good God to see you. What a way to start the year. <laughs> what did you do for uh, New Year's Eve? Anything festive and fun? Oh wow, she she either froze up or was not ready for that question. Um, I think that her <laughs> dad pulled the internet because he lost <laughs> no. to the internet to somebody at the key party that they had for New Year's Eve. Well, hey, well, uh, stop, stop what? <laughs> She's there. Okay, I can still She's hear back. the whole key party thing. Well, listen, your parents are swingers. Deal with it. Who cares? If you can still hear the key party, go out there and tell them to turn it all down, Jess. It's not like we're saying your dad's a cock. <laughs> He's just a swinger. It's fun. Yeah, uh, nothing wrong with that. I forgot yeah. that this was a running bit. I did too. Thank you for reminding me, Benny. <laughs> Happy New Year, folks. <laughs> same old, same old around here. So who won Creepmas, goddammit? Yes, who okay. won? Okay, with 61% of the vote, the winner was Carl. Goddammit. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, baby. Over a dog fucker, really? Over a dog fucker. Trust Apparently, the vote. Trust the vote, Vinny. I don't. Someone on uh, Reddit said, normally I vote for the animal abuser, but I really hate pit bulls. Sorry, Vinny. <laughs> that was from Arkafazin. Arca I okay. still can't read this new year. All right. So I get a point, which means I am now leading two to one. And uh, when one of us gets to five points, that's five wins, the other person has to spin the dreaded Wheel of Consequences, which is kind of behind Vinny, but covered up by toys of wrestlers, as well, usual. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I got some Christmas presents. <laughs> There's shit on there. You know what's uh, really fun? I got Jerry sent me a, uh, he thought was sending me a Hulk Hogan Thunder Blender. Okay. Thunder Mixer from th branded Thunder in Paradise. <laughs> and uh, it turns out that uh, he got hosed on eBay. Oh. And they just sent me the box. All right. Well, that's fun. Yeah. You weren't going to use it anyway. Yeah. What are you making? Smoothies? What are you juicing? <laughs> what do you care? Yeah. Juice cleanse, Vinny? Yeah. I make uh, I mix ginger ale with a little bit of cherry juice and vodka. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, all right, Jess. Thanks for nothing. Thanks God for the good it. news. Jess, it was great to see you. You never did tell us what you did for New Year's Eve, though. I no, I literally stayed at home and watched uh, 
family feud with my roommate from college. She came to visit. Jess, are you depressed? <laughs> do you have no. do, do you have depression issues? Is there anything you want to talk no, about? Because I we're here for you. Do you need someone to talk to? We don't have to do it right I now. I just didn't feel safe going out uh, partying because mm. I don't trust myself with drinking and getting behind the wheel. It's those genes from your parents. Yeah, alcoholism genes that you're nervous about. It's true. Yes, Doctor Drew will tell you alcoholism is hand, handed down. Doctor Steve will tell you alcoholism is awesome. <laughs> yeah, he did tell me that once. <laughs> He's a bad doctor. He's not a good doctor. <laughs> Well, Jess, Family Feud on New Year's Eve sounds like a, a great way to kick in the new year. God damn it. <laughs> Thanks. All right. We'll see you later. Bye, Jess. Carl, are you... Uh... <laughs> can we just... <laughs> so sad. Can we just start having fun with her like this every week yes. when she comes on? I want, to, I want to learn more about her personal life. I think we should start prying more. <laughs> I want to know more about what makes Jess tick. Oh, she's freaking out right now. She's like she doesn't, like, she doesn't like the idea, which tells me it's a good one. Yeah. Uh-oh, I got bad news, everybody. Listen, maybe I'll try to get out ahead of this. Uh, apparently, my name has been revealed as being on the Epstein flight logs. Uh-oh. I only went there the one time. It was to deliver a newspaper. To underage girls. <laughs> Don't say things like that, officer. Cunts be howling. <laughs> That's a great name. Officer, <laughs> I don't think that's a real name. I don't know. If it is, though, thank you, officer, for watching the show. Yes, we thank you. We appreciate that. So, Carl, I guess that means you get to go first. We are going to be nominating our biggest creeps of the year 2023. That's correct. And uh, I guess get after it, buddy. All right, Vinny, I'm going to go first with a man named Jesse McFadden. I don't think we covered this story this year. I don't know how we missed it if we didn't. Okay. On May 1st, 2023, McFadden shot and killed his wife, Holly McFadden, 35 years old. He's 39, by the way. Uh, Holly's three children, Tiffany Guest, 13, Michael Mayo, 15, and Riley Allen, 17, as well as Tiffany's friends, Ivy Webster, 14, and Brittany Brewer, 15. Furthermore, he raped Webster and Brewer, his da- her daughter's friends. Then he killed himself. Huh. So this guy, Jesse McFadden. He went in with an exit strategy. So that's stronger than a lot of these guys. Well, he was out of prison uh-huh. and uh, was actually due back in prison or he was going back to court the day after this. He, when he didn't show up to court, people went, hey, where's that McFadden guy? He's supposed to be here at nine. We should probably go check. And uh, they get to the house and realize that there's a bunch of dead people there. So that's why he didn't show up. Dead raped people. Apparently. So- I want to show you because the police did not handle this well at all. This is a guy who was in prison. He was sentenced to 20 years for raping a 17-year-old girl back in 2003. He got out early, though we're going to hear from the victim, the previous victim, about how she felt about that. Not great. (laughs) Imagine. (laughs) They let him out early. And then his wife's daughter has a sleepover party at their house. And he decides... Now's probably a good time to like start raping my uh, stepdaughter's friends and killing everyone. Yeah, I mean, it's it's that prison mentality. That's what he'd be doing if he was in jail. He'd but, be raping but people But what's amazing murdering. about this, Vinny, is you have a crime scene. This house is a crime scene. And you yep. know what the police did? They're like, yeah, we don't need to see anything in there. The guy killed himself. This, this case is closed. 
And they allowed the families of the victims to just walk in and, and look around. And so guess who followed them? The local news uh, station. So if you want to play my Inside the Home of Jesse McFadden clip, this is kind of interesting. Okay. Let's see what's doing. New tonight, we're following blockbuster developments in the murder-suicide case from Henrietta that shocked the state and the nation really this week. Seven people dead, including five children. Today, News Force Kaylee Olivas got a look inside the house where four of the bodies were found. She joins us now with more. Kaylee. Well, before we even begin, we want to warn you, some of the video you're about to see is disturbing. This All afternoon, right. News 4 was invited by Ivy Let's Webster's go. family with the permission of the property owner to tour the home of Jesse McFadden. Inside was a true house of horror. Throughout the house, there were restraints, sex toys, drug paraphernalia, and evidence left behind by law enforcement. Oh, that's just a weed, The Oklahoma too. State Bureau no, no, of Investigation has been the uh, lead on the case, but they had They released. were smoking marijuana. Back, back that up. That's definitely crystal meth. Where? And there's syringes, too. Yeah, see that? Oh, I see the syringes. I just yeah. saw the green tube. That looks no, like- no, 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 no. Let's not pretend this guy's smoking weed with teenagers. No, no, oh, no, no, no. Fuck. He is doing meth. He has it all next to the drill bits. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's always good. That's always a good time. Oh, that's like great. And evidence left behind by law enforcement. The Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation has been the lead on the case, but they had released the property and there wasn't an active investigation as of Tuesday afternoon. What? Just minutes after we entered the home with the family, Victor cell phones were found along with two laptops. All of the evidence we saw today has now been collected by investigators. But it begs the question of why it was all left behind. We're now carefully reviewing the tremendous amount of video footage we took while inside the home. And tomorrow we'll have a full report of this unusual development. That's insane. Yeah, this is crazy because the reason why this guy did 17 years. Oh, well, let me first thank my friend Mint. God for coming her. in here. Yay, Super Chats. Mint and ASC Presents, $50. Happy New Year. Thanks for all the content. Thank you, Mint. People can check out Tits Mint Salmon on Fansly. Please I believe. Do. Uh, she also says that that sounds like her house. Uh, <laughs> I'm not surprised. A lot of sex toys, restraints. Except the meth. LOL from Mint. Okay, good. Thank you, Mint. Glad to hear, I'm glad you don't have a problem with meth, Mint. That's, that's very good to hear. Good. Um, so the reason why this guy was due back in court is because while he was in prison, he served 18 of the 20 year sentence while he was in prison. He somehow got a phone in there and was sexting underage girls and had child porn while in prison. And they still let this fucking guy out. They're like, all right, but you're due back in court, sir. Let me ask this question. Yeah. We got to figure out what to do with these these pedos, right? Oh, yeah, I have an idea or two, but go ahead. Yeah, I mean, besides like a conveyor belt that leads to a furnace, <laughs> that's a fun one. <laughs> yeah, like that. We'll just call it itchy and scratchy land and just How send about them all there. Catapult into the ocean. <laughs> yep, that's a fun one too. <laughs> hey, if they're a strong swimmer, maybe they'll survive. Yeah, or uh, crocodile zoo. Let <laughs> <laughs> them go to the crocodile zoo, and everybody's allowed to push them in. It'll be fun. I was just going to take their nuts off, but I see what you're saying. Well, I mean, what if we just put them in jail and just gave them all like the AI kitty porn they wanted and just left them in there? So you want to reward their behavior? Is that what you're saying? I just want to keep them the fuck away from society. Okay. If they're well, going to keep them fucking alive. Vinny, I want you to play my other uh, video clip here because right after this happened, this investigative journalist decided to talk to 
crystal strong. You know what? That was a dumb idea. Fuck that. <laughs> Just conveyor belt. Yeah, I know. Belt. I, the conveyor Fucking belt was, conveyor the, belt. That was your first idea. What am I out of my one. goddamn mind? Uh, we're going to hear from Crystal Strong, who was raped by this guy when she was uh, 17 years old. The reason why he was in prison in the first place. The suspect in this horrendous crime is a 39-year-old registered sex offender. I mentioned his name before. It is Jesse McFadden. He had a long criminal history. Thanks, Laura And in Dern. fact, he was due in court just today on child porn charges and soliciting a minor. That he was doing while he was incarcerated. Joining me now is Crystal Strong. Crystal was a child rape victim of McFadden's in 2003, and she helped to put him in jail for 20 years. Crystal, I can't imagine what, what you're thinking at this time, given what you've been through, and then just hearing from Milena about what she's coping with. I mean, I'm okay. My trauma's been dealt with. I just, my heart goes out for the families. Um, I begged the DA a long time Certainly. ago not to. Look at how she spells her name. Now, I this is not her fault, obviously. Her parents are idiots. <laughs> what is going on here? I've never seen Crystal spelled this way ever. It's K-R-Y-S-T-L-E. I got it off a tattoo I saw once. I, I really thought it was beautiful. Not, I hope that's not Mint's real name or something. I'm not insulting someone in the viewing audience. That is not how you spell Crystal in on any planet. It's incorrect. All right. I'm sorry. I just wanted to distract us with that real quick. Back to her harrowing story. Um, ever let him out of prison because I knew that he would he would do this to someone else. Um, I've never been contacted um, about when he was getting out. The last time I heard um, from anybody was when I was 17 and the DA or whoever it was told me that Jesse was really high on meth. That he Listen to this story. Okay. I'm sorry. I was, I was just trying to tell you to, to listen closely to this. Back it up a little bit. Okay. Uh, this is the last time that she had any... Uh... This is the last time she saw Okay. Yeah. That Jesse was really high on meth, that he's mm. sorry, um, things happen, and I need to learn how to forgive. And I hung up on her, and I tried to suppress the memories and move on with my life. They're doing a lot of great police work over there in Oklahoma. Like, look, it, the guy was on meth when he raped you, all right? Get over it. What are you going to do? Some people like to do meth. And then get rapey. There's it happens. No, it's like There is no use crying over spilled meth, honey. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. So someone in the chat was asking why there was no blood. So he took all of these people outside and shot them in the head multiple times. So most of the bodies were found uh, down by the, the river next to the home. And so um, oh. I don't know why the, uh, the, the two kids who were friends, Ivy Webster and Brittany Brewer, why they're Parents allowed them to sleep over at a convicted pedophile's house? Seemed a little bit odd to me. He's reformed. Give yeah. everybody a second chance. I don't think so. He had court the next morning, so I don't think that was the case. Anyway. Well, I mean, honey, he's going to court tomorrow. Yeah, right. What's the worst that could happen? Probably on his best behavior tonight. How often do we get a night with the house to ourselves? <laughs> Fucking let their kids go get raped and murdered by this guy. Brutal. Oh, my God. And then they got to go in the, to the home the next day and grab their phones for him. And I love that this guy is known to have child porn. The police didn't grab any of the computers that were in the house. They didn't want anything to do with this. They're like, oh, the killer killed himself. All right. Bang up job, boys. Moving on. Jesus. Oh, uh, Carl. All right. So Jesse McFadden is who I bring in for the biggest creep of 2023. All right, Carl. Well, my Creep of the Year nomination is a personal. <laughs> That's why Pencils Heavy Razors says, those ain't real, dude. 
shit. Ugh, all right. Okay, my Creep of the Year nomination, Carl, like I said, personal favorite of mine. This guy has been on my radar since 2010, Carl. Okay. He might actually be part of the inspiration for this show. Interesting. And 2023 was a big year for him, huh? It was. Okay. Now, because I I, I really remember laughing really hard at part of the story I'm about to tell you. Okay. But uh, it warms my heart to bring the Creep of the Year trophy back to our hometown of Rochester, New York, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, beautiful. So I think the trophy needs to come home, and I'm pretty sure this guy is going to bring it here. He is an unrepentant old school pervert, Carl. This is exactly the kind of guy. If you brought me again, so help me God, Vinny, if you fucking brought me... Carl, <laughs> this is the guy when Brian Johnson says, I picture a creep. This is the guy. Okay, yeah. This we, is it. We were trying to define what a creep was. So this, this is, this the, is guy. the definition. Okay. Okay. This guy, he's banned from Cuyahoga County. He's not allowed to step foot in the county. I'll tell you that. Have you ever heard of any of these people? I've never heard of someone getting banned from a county before. Yep. That's interesting. And he can't also, even drive through. You got to drive around. <laughs> That's. Gonna add a few couple hours, Carl. He has a nickname that the cops gave him. Okay, so that tells you a lot about somebody right there. If the cops know you and you have a nickname, ladies and gentlemen, my creep today, no pants, Paul Goodrell. <laughs> no pants, Paul. No pants, Paul. <laughs> That's now, a fun one. This guy has been arrested for jerking off in front of unsuspecting children at bus stops since 1989. Jacking it, jacking it, jacking it, jack. Spanking it, jacking it, spanking it, spanking it. And can I say, Carl, he has been topping himself ever since. Wow, all right, Okay, good. 2006. No one likes a quitter. Let's start in 2006, okay? Whoa, 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 whoa. 2023 is what we're talking about. All we're right. getting there. All right, go ahead. Go come ahead. on, come on. We're going to have some fun on this All one, right. trust me. Uh, he got his cool nickname, which is what I would explain to you, because he broke into the new uh, Newark, New York Middle School in December of 2006. Mm-hmm. Donald ducking it, jerking off. Okay. Just walking through the halls of the school, no pants, cranking it. He turns a corner, and there's a group of young girls who went and got... Uh, the authorities that he was arrested and yeah, he was I'm pretty convicted. sure that's illegal. I was going to say it is very illegal. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. Uh, back out on the streets by 2010. This is the incident that got a ban from Cayuga County. Uh, we could call it the Auburn incident, Carl. Okay. He uh, tried to sneak into the high school cafeteria, but found that the doors were locked mm. at the Auburn high school. So he's fuck it. I'll walk home. And as he's walking home, he sees two teenage girls and he's like, well, Day's still young, so he whips it out and starts jerking off in front of the teenage girls on the street, right? Okay. And then they run away, and he's like, ah, you know, I still kind of want to fuck around at that high school. So he turns around and goes back to the high school. Oh, dude, you just got to finish and call it a day, buddy. Come on. Breaks in You're through almost there. the girl's locker room door because somebody had propped it open. Okay. He sneaks back into the school, finds another teenage girl who's in a room by herself, whips it out, starts jerking off in front of her. What an asshole! Then he flees the school and shows up at another school in another (laughs) county a few hours later and was lurking around that school for about 30 minutes or so, and then he left. So the girls weren't hot enough at the other middle school he was at? Apparently not. Okay. So after sending this uh, surveillance camera footage from both schools to the police agencies in central New York... He was arrested. Uh, he was found guilty of burglary as a sexually motivated felony, endangering the welfare of a child, and public lewdness. He was now, he was banned from Cayuga County forever. He was then sentenced to 14 years in jail. But guess what, Carl? He's out. He was out. 
after his after his sentence was cut in half. He what? was out in seven years. Why are they doing that? 2017, Carl. Why are they letting creeps out of prison? What's what's the hurry here? Michael's craft store, Victor, New York. <laughs> I've been there. The cars are passing me by. They honk and say hello. Hey, that guy's jacking From his so, window, there's a guy shooting. A pair of siblings say they were approached in the marker aisle uh, at Michael's Arts and Crafts at Victor in uh, January of 2017 by a partially nude man. Mm -hmm. One of them told police, we tried acting like we didn't see him. We walked away, and he kept following us. Hey, is that no pants, Paul? (laughs) What was your clue? That's just no pants. Uh, It was alleged in the police statement that at one point, Gadrell got so close that he bumped into the child's back with his penis. The other... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I hit you with my penis there. My bad. The other 11-year-old stated, oh, just looking for markers. Oh, oh, sorry, kid. Who's that old guy over there? Pantsless Paul. Pantsless Paul. With the creepy old guy staring. Pantsless Paul. So the other 11-year-old said he was touching himself. We just kept trying to walk away. Now, he has been locked away from 2017 to July of 2023, Carl. Oh, so he only had half a year to become the uh, biggest creep of 2023. And oh boy, did he go. That's impressive. He only had six months to do it. Fucking pantsless Paul. (laughs) No pants Paul, man. He is a level three sex offender. The highest level one can achieve and not be locked away forever. Impressive. Okay. Level three. Wow. Way to level up. Now, according to New York State Sex Offender Registry, he lives in a really shitty motel in Canandaigua. Wait, he lives in a hotel in Canada. A motel, forgive me. Uh-huh. A motel in Canadaigua. Okay. Now, not supposed I, to live in those places. I looked it up today, and that's what the address was. Mm-hmm. Uh, over the course of four days, this month, car. Well, last month in December of 2023. Yep. Talk about bringing it down to the fucking wire. Wow. Yeah, he needed overtime to pull this one off. December of 2023. Over the course of four days, managed to get managed to be arrested three times. Okay. Yeah. Now. He exposed and touched himself in front of children across the country or across the county. Uh, On December 6th, he cozied up to a seven-year-old child next to the ice cream freezers in the Canandaigua Wegmans, exposed himself and started jacking it off. I actually have audio of this. I I didn't realize you were going to bring him, but I had it anyway. Oh, let's hear it. Lick, lick, lick my balls. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of fun in that one. The grandmother and the grandpa didn't see this, but they... She pulled the kid away from them. They weren't paying attention because they're fucking old. Uh, the surveillance video later showed that he tried to draw the child away from them. Now, local police learned of the incident later, and the next day, detectives were at Wegmans investigating this again, looking through the store footage, trying to get a picture of the guy. When fucking pantsless Paul <laughs> comes fucking marching into fucking Wegmans oh, again. Nice. <laughs> he said they're looking for more fucking they're kids. Like, hey, there he is right there. What is that from? Which day is that from? They're like, no, no, that's the live feed. That's the fucking at. live feed. Oh. Like, <laughs> we'll just go grab him then. Yeah, I, I guess he forgot milk. <laughs> so they go, holy shit, it's no pants Paul. Was he wearing pants at the time? He was. How do they recognize him then? <laughs> he was arrested uh, for coming back to the scene of the crime within 24 hours. Yep. Now, he's taken before a judge. He's on parole. He's been out for less than six months with a criminal record as long as you're fucking in the arm for this very shit. Mm-hmm. He is a level three sex offender. And ladies and gentlemen, I would like to tell you about the fine state of New York right now. Because of bail reform, oh boy. he was released with an appearance ticket. Kathy Hochul, everybody. Burglary, car theft, jacking off in front of children. 
all fucking catch and release in the state, wow. Carl. Wow. Not to mention the long criminal history to go along with it. So thank God he's on parole. His parole officer comes and arrests him. Mm. Brings him in front of another judge. Because, you know, when you're on parole for jacking off in front of little kids, you're not supposed to continue to jack off in front of little kids. Correct. Even if you're not on parole for jacking off in front of little kids, you're not supposed to jack off in front of little kids. Well, Carl, I don't know if you know this, (laughs) but there's been a lot of uh, reforms to the New York State parole rules. I do know this. And uh, the judge, for a second time, releases him until the appearance ticket is resolved. (laughs) Unbelievable. So he is free again. Now, remember, we're talking December 6th. We're talking two separate arrests being brought in front of two separate judges. Sure. Which takes us to December 9th. Oh, boy. <laughs> We're going to the Topps Friendly Markets in Farmington, ladies and gentlemen. Been there now, too. he went to a Topps Market, which honestly, he, that means he's slumming it a little bit. He doesn't want to risk going into a Wegmans again. Yeah, he's like, they can't afford cameras at this place. <laughs> I'll be fine. Yeah, at Topps, it really is slumming it for this guy. All the kids in there look like Carl. <laughs> yeah, the Farmington Topps, yeah. No. A superstar there. He sees a seven-year-old little boy, and he says to him, You ever seen a grown man naked? (laughs) And uh, he ran away from the scene. He was not caught at the scene. But after investigation, on Friday, December 22nd, the state police of New York showed up at his shitty motel, and he is now being held without bail. He faces charges of public lewdness and endangering the welfare of a child after the, allegedly, the alleged incident on December 9th. Masturbate. And I'm hoping that they find a hole to stuff the sack of shit in for the rest of eternity. This is a fucking sex maniac who was just let loose by the state to roll around, fucking roll it up his dick on people. And when we think about the psychology behind this shit, it's really fucking insidious. Yes. It's like, I can't fucking make child pornography. I'm not allowed to possess child pornography. What can I do that only gets me a ticket for lewdness? Fucking whip out my dick and jerk off in front of a child. It's horrifying. So I agree with you. This is definitely the Brian Johnson definition of a creep. Yeah. Now, obviously, my guy was way worse in every single way. But, you know, you brought a fun one this week. So I appreciate that. A local hero, too. Folks. If it wasn't for No Pants Paul, because honestly, when I first came up with this bit and I was trying to explain to somebody like what it would be, I was like, it'd be like uh, No Pants Paul versus the Unabomber. Okay. And that I was, was trying your to figure vision out, for the creep off. Yeah. Like just weird shit like that. And so he's been in my psyche for a long time. He is the, uh, imper- the uh, inspiration. I got it. In a lot of ways. So please vote for No Pants Paul. And honestly, he deserves it, folks. I don't even care about the point. He just deserves to win. You can vote at thecreepoff.com is where you want to go and let us know who you thought brought the bigger creep this week as the competition continues on. Vinny, we have some uh, super chats. I'd love to get caught up on real quick here because I do appreciate uh, the support. Let's do that. Ignacio Sayeta, thanks for the $3.99 super sticker. We never looked at Michael C., the first one there. Oh, we didn't. Michael C. says, Frosted Flakes versus Frosted Tips. Sir, I do not have Frosted Tips. I actually have a a palette of Frosted Flakes in the next room. (laughs) I believe that. 
Uh, Jeff Spangler, thanks for the down 99. Ola Creepos. Jeff Spangler is the man. He sends me all sorts of great stuff to uh, to look through for this show. Thank you, Jeff. He's like one of the the, the greatest sponsors we have of the Cop Cam segment. Yes, he definitely is. Uh, Red Dye, down 99. Happy New Year's, boys. First dono for me, go Sixers. Uh, mm, mm, go uh, Sixers. Thank you very much for the two boxes right. for starting to... Uh, be, I love that you popped your cherry with us. Thank you very much for the. Thank you, Ricky. Thirty-two twenty-five bucks. Hey, that guy's jacking it. Yes, he is. <laughs> you got it, buddy. All over town. And then uh, Matthew Riley, two bucks. Let's go blue. Yeah, that was a fun. Wow, that game was uh, a nail biter. Last Just night. to know that everybody in fucking Alabama is miserable right now. Oh, that's over right. It. I didn't even think about fucking that. I was. Yes. I was just. Uh, you know, obviously, I'm a big Wolverines fan. And rooting for uh, Michigan, messaging my boy uh, Mark Fellhauer over there on the Drew and Mike show, who uh, hooked me up with tickets and you to uh, the the stadium this it was past year. Such a good time! Yeah. I was rooting for him hard. And let me tell you something else, man. That, that was a crazy game, though. Came down to overtime. Yep. Um, I hate fun. Nick Saban for a lot of reasons. Okay. I hate Alabama right now for a lot of reasons. And if you want to hear about those reasons, you listen to the bonus episode. That's true. I'll tell you all about how I had to go to church at the First Baptist Church of Albertville, Alabama yeah, well, on Christmas Eve. I'll tell you all about it. You go listen to it. That is on our bonus show. But I have a lot of reasons to not like stay out of fucking Alabama. So I could not be happier for the Wolverines, even though I think Jim Harbaugh's a prick. I still fucking think it's great so congratulations guys all right national championship game all right from yesterday Is all it, right yeah it's gonna be a week from tomorrow or a week from yesterday yeah, yeah you're Monday right night yep cool so carl uh do you what is our next segment today well it's a new year Vinny. it's 2024 and i thought it's time to bring back a classic creepo hey it's been a while who are these creepos the segment that we do here on the creep off where we look at other true crime podcasts, because Vinny and I know this is the greatest true crime podcast on the internet, aside from Sword and Scale, but you get the point. The best true crime show. In fact, true crime podcasts are garbage. It's, I'm not even bragging saying we're the best true crime podcast. Universally trash. They're just, they're just the worst shows. Do you know how we said my guy was slumming it going to tops? Carl and I are slumming it doing a true crime podcast, Correct. Folks. You don't even deserve this kind of a show in the true crime category. But here you are. We spoil you. Reaping the benefits. Look at you. But you might say to me, okay, Carl, you can say that, but talk is cheap. Can you prove that you're the best true crime podcast? Yes, I can. And I do it one bad true crime podcast at a time with who are these creepos. Let's start off meeting the hosts of this show. Hey listeners, welcome to episode 69 of Teen Girls Investigate Crime Podcast. I'm Jillian. And I'm Izzy. Izzy and Jillian host a show called Teen Girls Investigate Crime. Vinny, let me read you the description of this one. The only ever true crime podcast created and produced by two teenagers. Follow us on our journey and descend into the more mysterious parts of life. You know, just going to say that's probably not true. No, probably not. There's probably a bunch of these. I would There's imagine probably teenage girls talking true crime. Five thousand of them. I, I love that they say the only ever true crime podcast created and produced by two teenagers. So it's established these kids are liars. Yes, and okay. they're very stupid. Wow, that's no excuse. Although you know what, I shouldn't say they're very stupid. They know a lot about. Hey, Brian's here. Hey, Brian. What's up, Brian? Oh, Good to see you, buddy. He's right. <laughs> now that's a creep. 
Vinny Winnie. I don't know if he's right. He's 100% right. Thanks, Brian. Happy New Year, buddy. Happy New Year, buddy. You know, I, can I just say while Brian's here, very quickly, I will be uh, doing my Polar Plunge Consequence. Oh, that's right. Because I owe it to him. Brian, I'm going to make it happen, and uh, it'll happen in the month of February. You will all see it is going to be very, very cold in Rochester. I think I'm going to be in Florida at that time. Yeah, good for you. I'll send you a photo. Yeah. My wife is going to be there to film it this time so that there's no ifs, ands, or buts that I went into the water. Good. Mark my words, I'm going in, Make her and there will it, be footage. I, I'll be in my heated pool at that time. So. Okay, I hope a gator fucking gets you inside <laughs> of your heated pool. I do, too. I think that'd be fun. Oh, my that'd God. That'd be a good way to go for me. What were those fucking monitor lizards that are running around your town down there just fucking scratching up people's cars and shit? Yeah, yeah. Climbing all over the hoods of their cars. They're, and fucking, they're you a problem. dinosaurs running around, and you're going to brag to me. I'm going to be in my pool. Surrounded by sea monsters. I would be in my pool with a baseball bat next to me. Yeah, with a thin sheet of fucking <laughs> plexiglass protecting me from 15 foot right, alligators. Maybe I was mentioning Izzy and Jillian. Hold on. Since we hit a super chat, let's hit the other one. Simon343, thanks for the 499. Did you guys see what happened in Syracuse on New Year's? We're going to talk about it in just a few minutes. Yes. What about what happened in front of the Kodak Theater? That's what we're going to be talking about. Yes, because that's oh. a Syracuse connection. You'll see. Oh, okay. Got it. All right. So... I mentioned these women are very smart. They explain how time works. This is our November episode. Guys, we've just like gone through all the seasons. No, we literally have. We went from summer, we went back to school, we went to October, Mm -hmm. and like now we're on November. This is crazy. Like by the time this comes out, we will have like fully been in college for like a while. That's insane. Like we will be heading home for Thanksgiving. That's crazy. That is so crazy. How is that even possible? Summer goes into fall. And then in fall, you're in November, and then Thanksgiving no, comes around? No, the amazing part is that a college accepted these two. <laughs> no shit. And they go to the same college together. I think I think they might be nerds. But moving on, I don't know if you're as excited about this as you should be. So I'll let them explain. Anyway, so this is our last episode that we're recording today. We're very excited. This is our last one of the fall. Yeah. This is exciting, guys. This is very exciting. This is very exciting. I mean, it must be. They've said it three times now that it's yeah. very exciting. I, I feel didn't think like it was these exciting. kids just constantly lie. They're just... <laughs> yeah, they're the Chad Zubak of true crime. This is exciting. Get on the hype train. This is fun. It's good stuff. We're all having fun here. We're all enjoying this. We're doing it. We're doing it. All right. They're going to tell a story about uh, a certain historical person. And uh, apparently, Jillian learned about her in sixth grade. These are women who are in college talking about sixth grade history class. Do you remember learning about the Romanovs in uh-huh. sixth grade? We were actually, fun fact, Izzy and I were in the same history class in sixth grade. I don't think she remembers that I, I was there. Okay, you could have pretended a little bit. No, I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, I'm we, were, not pretend. we were in the same history class, and I remember learning about the Romanovs and like Rasputin and all that stuff. I love that story. <laughs> Good stuff. I know how much you love a fun fact. Oh, there's a lot of fun facts oh, in here. Oh, Christ. So they're talking about the Romanovs, and uh, I don't know how that's relevant true crime, but sure, why not? And they talk about Rasputin and a part of his body. Now, Vinny, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, but um, if they're trying to get as popular as Call Her Daddy, they're doing it the wrong way. All I know about Rasputin is that his goods are in a jar in a museum now. His goods? You mean his dick? Yeah, his pee-pee. Why you can't say it? What dick? His penis. <laughs> Ew. Um, 
Yeah. These are college students talking about peepees and saying, ew, when mentioning a penis. You're not going to get a huge fan base doing this. You realize this, right, ladies? The, yeah, the response is, uh, ew, ew, is so fucking weird. Penis, ew, gross. All right, ready for a fun fact? Nope. Um, we're going to get started. Um, fun fact, I actually did all this research for a history School project projects. at the end of the senior year. The project was so fun. We made, like, big posters. Yeah, I don't, we got really into that project. I don't think anybody else did. I don't know why we did that. No, and everybody got, like, an A. Yeah. And we got so invested into that project. It was just, it was, I don't know. I think it was, like, the end of the, it was right before exams, so it was, like, our last thing we were doing, and I was like, you know what, I want to do, like, an elementary school style project. Yeah, no, and it was so fun. Yeah, we, like, literally, we spent a Friday evening doing that. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So you, they don't remember the class at all, but they remember mate using sparkly puffy paint to make fucking posters. No, this was their senior year. This was last year they did this. And this is why I'm saying the school system is failing the children. This is what their senior project was, was making posters. Failing the children, failing fucking society. Yes. Do you realize society. how fucking doomed we are? We're letting fucking pedo jerking, jerking off and Wegmans out. Fucking these kids are doing fucking grade school arts and crafts to graduate high school. You this. fucking know all about this shit. There was a state that let John substitute teach at a high school. <laughs> not just any state, California. Our society is <laughs> fucked. It's not we are we are the fucking crumbling Roman Empire. I'm sorry. I I'm agree with you so on that. But I pr- you're probably wondering though, how was the presentation though? I, I want to know. Fucking care. How good of a job they did? I think that this might be a clue right here. Um. But yeah. So let's get started. Um, Grand Duchess Anastasia Nikolaevna was born. Sorry, there's just no way I was going to say that right. You might want to look that up before you start the show. And she still got into college. Still got into that school. This is someone. I guess they wanted to check. This is someone she studied in sixth grade, did a senior project on, and is now doing a podcast about her. She's like, I don't know how to pronounce her name, though. Make it up. I'm not going to know. Now, Vinny, the difference between these two ladies and you and me uh-huh. is that they encourage each other. Like, you're kind of a prick to me. You say a lot of mean, hurtful things. Mm-hmm. I cry myself to sleep a lot on Monday nights. This is, maybe take some notes here. Listen to this. Yeah, I think you said it pretty well. Um, I think you said it pretty well. She butchered it. She stopped talking for a minute there. What do you mean you think she said it pretty well? Yeah. They're being I, a little too supportive, maybe. No. Yeah, this is the wrong way to approach this. Okay. Conflict right, is interesting, people. Conflict is more never interesting. Go, go, as you were, Vinny. That encouragement. Okay. Like when I say, this segment sucks, it is boring right now. Right. That's hurtful. Yes. It's very mean. Vinny, you can't talk about the Romanovs without also bringing up the Gilmore Girls. I don't know. Like I remember there was a scene in Gilmore Girls where they were talking about like, Emily was talking about Lorelai's wedding, and she was like, it would be the Romanoff theme. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. I didn't know it's that. It's just, like, very, like, Oh, I should grandiose. rewatch Girl- Gilmore Girls. It's, I already rewatched it. It's so good. I've never done a full rewatch. <laughs> you need to rewatch it when we're in college. I know. I was just thinking, like, like fall and, like, Gilmore. Oh, I oh, want pumpkin spice. Awesome. I want pumpkin spice lattes. I want a chai with pumpkin spice cream on it. Oh, I want to be in a sweater, and I want to be drinking a chai latte, and I want to be watching Gilmore Girls it's right now. It's 98 degrees outside right now. Guys, I hate, I hate Georgia. Um, uh, yeah. 
Anyway. What are we talking about? What just happened, Vinny? What's going on in this show? They're getting I distracted. I think I had a stroke. I'm not <laughs> sure, but I'm seeing flashy lights. All right, Vinny, put it on the real consequence. Oh. You have to watch all of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Go back and, and oh. rewatch all of Gilmore Girls. You wouldn't fucking do it. No, I would definitely would not do that. All right. This is uh, her not being able to pronounce words again. And the co-host is just so nice. And the Romanovs were exiled to the Ural Mountains. And you don't have to say it. It's okay. Yekaterinburg. Yekaterinburg. The co is like, you know what? Let's leave out some of these facts. It just sounds too difficult for you to pull off. Yeah, the mountains. Just say the mountains. No big deal. No big deal. But then she does get one right. And she's so proud of herself. By the 1970s, amateur archaeologists discovered the, skeletal, the skeletons of six adults and three children woods in the woods outside of Yekaterinburg. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Wow, that was pretty good. I just pat myself on the back immediately. Today, Junior, she, she goes, the Skeletor skeletons? <laughs> yeah, that's Fucking, pretty good. You suck. Pretty good. Your teachers should all be beaten. You know what's fucked up, though, about this story, Vinny? Yeah. You know what's so fucked up? Only the OGs, though. Is that they were, like, brought down there under the false pretext of safety. Like, they were, like, it was something, like, the, the, the soldiers that were guarding their house or somebody like that was, like, oh, yeah, come down to the basement. Like, it's safer down here. Cause so- Already, you could tell she's coming from a authoritative view on this. She obviously understands exactly what's going on. She knows her shit, but it gets even better. Because Civil War had just broken out, and then they killed them in the basement. Which is... Horrible. I think they killed the dog, too. No. I think I read that somewhere. No. I I swear I read that somewhere. Do you ever, like, get a thing that you think is true, but then you just wonder if that's something you just made up? Yeah. I feel like that's true, but don't, like, quote me on it. Anyway. So. Can I point something out real quick? Because please. I know that you think that I'm punching down right now, and perhaps I am a We're, little bit. We should fucking take their lunch money, Carl. To, to, to a degree, <laughs> I'm punching down. This is episode number 69. You heard that when we started. Oh, oh, you, say, oh you don't even know what you just said. <laughs> this is episode 69. They do one show a month. 69! Oh. <laughs> All right. They do one show a month, which means they've been doing this for years, Vinny. This has been going on for years, and this is how good they are. Since so like fourth grade, podcasting. we've been doing it. Yes. So I'm going to throw this out there. I've never personally done this. I don't think you should use a school project to create a podcast around. And the memoirs included a lengthy description of how she had escaped her captors in Wigington. No, sorry, that was my that was my that was my um citation. Source? Oh, <laughs> sorry, this was from a school project. I had that was my citation. I thought you would have realized. <laughs> you start going to read it. <laughs> That's a weird name for a book. <laughs> That's an author. She's literally just repurposing her school project. And turning it into a podcast. Next week, we're going to talk about eighth grade algebra. Um, geometry is the subject of next week's true crime show. Oh, man. There are no standards for podcasts. No, there should be. A lot of people should not be allowed to podcast. Now, should there be like, a, like what do you want to do? You want to start like a, some type of rating system yes. for podcasts? Yes. Uh, unlistenable. Okay, you get a U? Yeah, you get a U for unlistenable. And I'm giving that to 99% of the podcasts out there. I'm with you, buddy. Including I'm a couple that you. I'm on. Aww. Now, Vinny, I didn't say which two. Now, Vinny. Point, dabble, point. 
they decided to start Googling something. This is one of my biggest pet peeves. I believe our buddy Croge would uh, cry about this quite a bit. When you hear people begin to Google something and then react to stuff they're looking at on Google, they're talking about the movie The Secret of Nim. It's a cartoon from the early 80s. Okay, there was a there was a guy in this that was so scary looking. I guess you that guy. It's like oh a rat. I, yeah, he's a rat guy. Does he not? Did scary you ever watch yet? Thumbelina? Horrifying. It um, was really scary. Thumbelina. I remember Thumbelina and Shrek. Oh, I did watch this. I loved that movie. I don't really understand it. She was just tiny. Yeah. Interesting. That guy looks scary. I want to point out, because I went to their Instagram page to see what they're up to. The one of the women calls herself the editor of this show. The editor of the show, Vinny. Why are you leaving that part in? Because didn't you hear her say it was interesting? Oh, I guess I missed that part. Carl, and then, I get so upset at these. Like, I, only, I, I can't even be funny. I only have two I'm more like, clips. We get completely uh, off the rails. You think it's already off the rails. Oh, no, it gets even worse. Fucking Thumbelina and Secret of Nim. I, I got yeah, rather <laughs> true crime show. Fucking Thumbelina. Don't forget Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah, someone's playing. Love someone's Story. blasting Love Story outside right now. Um, I was blasting Taylor Swift in my car yesterday with my windows down. Actually, it was really embarrassing. Yeah. I'm like not proud of the fact that I've like started listening to more Taylor Swift recently. <laughs> Loki Swifty. I'm like not though. It's just I listen to a couple things, but like when I when other people know about it, I feel like it's like high key embarrassing. Yeah. I don't know why. There's nothing like too wrong. It's just I it's a whole thing. I just I don't want to be like, oh my god, that's kinda of fucked. Can you guys hear that? It's really loud. It's really loud. It's like I'm distracting with my train of thought. Are you a low key swifty too, Vinny? Can you relate to this girl? No, I cannot. And the fact that honey, go with your instincts. I'm kind of embarrassed to let everybody know that I have a low key swift. Lean into something. Don't talk Someone about be it. the editor of something. Edit yourself. And then edit out you responding to a noise no one else can fucking hear. I have one more clip, and I think that I have a sign-off here that I could use for future podcasts. Please let it be a gunshot. Please let it be a gunshot. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at TGIC.podcast. Bye! Okay, that's cute. You keep the bye. I like it. Isn't Bye. That, isn't that exactly the same as Bye? It's almost exactly the same. Wow, these these girls. Well, you know what they say, Carl. Great minds aren't involved in any of these shows. <laughs> that is that is what I say. Oh, Jesus Christ. Carl, you ready for some voicemails? Yeah, what do we got? All right, let's start off with uh they're brought to us by our good friends in Syracuse. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. A Syracuse man rented a car from the airport, filled it with gas canisters, and crashed it in Rochester over New Year's. We here in Syracuse are outraged at such a wasteful act, as most of that gas hadn't even been huffed yet. <laughs> See you in Syracuse. So, earlier people were alluding to the shit from Syracuse. It also happened in front of the... The Kodak Theater in Rochester. Where I was uh, recently to see Tim Dillon. Yeah. Um, this is five minutes from my house. Right. This is very, very close to my house. And I... Uh, Principal Uncertainty reached out to check in on us. Yes, that was nice of him. Um, luckily for us, neither one of us was at the Mo concert. Not that I wouldn't be at a Mo concert, but I wasn't. Like, dude, what is it? Like 2003, we're going to the Mo I concert? Know. I was actually surprised they're playing to small venues now. thought they were a lot bigger band than that. Oh, well, they used to be, man. They used to be. But, uh, folks, I have video from the scene of this, and this is real video. Yeah, so if you don't want to. This is crazy. 
Uh, you know the dash cam footage? Have you seen it? I have not. Okay. Well, folks, I'm playing this off of Twitter. You could follow at Jeffrey Rogers if you want to see it yourself. Viewer discretion is advised. So there is a car that is backing up to catch the truck that is on fire that's slammed into a Mitsubishi. Now, here's the part. I'm going to stop the video in a second just so I don't get us in trouble. But what you're about to see is a person. Oh, boy. Yeah. Running from the vehicle completely on fire. Well, did you not just see a person run out of it on fire? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. No, when you're covered in gasoline and on fire, it probably hurts. Yeah, so that guy's dead. His name is Michael Avery. He's from Syracuse. And apparently, he got a hotel in Rochester, left behind a suicide note. He has a history of bipolar disorder. That's all that they're releasing. Well, he also killed the two people in the other car, too. Well, yes. The two people are dead. They were uh, in an Uber, and the driver is okay. Can you fucking imagine that? We we'll be safe tonight. We'll take an Uber. Well, I mean, we do need as many Uber drivers as we can get around here. So I'm, I'm glad that the Uber driver survived. Unless it's like some guy who's a narcissistic prick like John is, who's just... John who? I don't know any narcissist named John. What do you mean? Yes, you do. You do too. Maybe I'll become friends with John now and fuck with you. That'll be fine. <laughs> I would actually laugh at that because I know how tortured you were being. Just how much it would fucking drive you crazy and how mad you would be. I would love that. Yeah, what a crazy story that was. So this guy was suicidal and decided to take out some people because the concert was getting out, so there was tons of pedestrians around. And the way this parking is set up for this place... You have to cross the street. It is a major street. It is literally the almost the outlet to a major expressway. Yeah, it's four or six lanes. Yeah, yeah, and you have to cross the street in, in a crosswalk to be able to get to the parking. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people in the middle of the street. That's true. When this fucking thing came careening through, and a lot more people would have died had this Uber driver actually not been, you know, had they been paying attention and stopped before a car was coming careening at them, it would have just plowed through a bunch of people. What a weird way to commit suicide, too, just knowing that you're going to catch on fire. That sounds awful. What are you, a monk or something? Fucking settle <laughs> down, dude. That really awful. Yeah. At least do it for Palestine or something. You know, if you're going to put yourself on fire. Well, that's what they were cause. originally saying, man. Um, I know. FBI's involved. They think it's... Yeah. Uh, who knows? You know, dude. Who these, knows? These Palestine protests, we yeah, got so fun. many threats, dude. We had so many threats. What, the comedy club did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. Swear to you. Because we had Michael Rappaport booked right. for New Year's. Right. And a lot of people are very mad at Michael Rappaport. Well, it's a good thing he canceled that, I guess. Yeah. Well, he canceled it when flew to Israel. Oh, are you saying that out loud now? Yeah. It's okay. new. It's a, He flew to Israel. Yeah. He went there and was fucking hanging out in Israel, and he decided to do that instead of New Year's Eve. We were bummed because I was going to that show. I was really excited to see Michael Rappaport. Yeah. Well, either way, it saved us a lot of trouble because apparently it is shows in Buffalo at Helium. Now this dude is fucking corny. It's fucking ridiculous. You're not charismatic. They're fucking going after a comedian. Well, I mean, it's not. they're not really doing anything. Well, thank you. The God. people who blocked O'Hare Airport, those people are doing something. They're pissing everyone off. The people trying to get Michael Rappaport canceled? Eh. Yeah. You really, when you're blocking a freeway, I am no longer on your side, and I don't care what your point is. Yes. I can't remember what I was listening to. I was listening to something where they were debating whether or not you should be legally allowed to kill someone who's stopping traffic. And I think you should be able to. Is that where you stand on the issue? I think so, yeah. 
Where do you stand on bail reform? Are you for it or against it? <laughs> I'm against bail reform. I'm voting for you. I think I'm we're doing it the in. wrong way. Yeah. I'm voting for you. I pal. think uh, pedophiles should be in prison mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, with their nuts cut off, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that protesters should not block the freeway at any time. Pretty good stuff, huh? ladies and gentlemen. I, I never <laughs> say this, but vote for Carl. Not on the creep up poll. <laughs> Just yes for governor. Uh, let's get caught up on super chats real quick. Let's do it. Oh, then we have voicemails. I'm sorry for yeah. Uh, Happy New Year, Carl and Vinny. Purple, what's up? What was your guys' New Year's resolution? Mine was to never drink. I see enough of that from John. Oh wow, good for you, Purple. I heard you gave up booze. Did he really? Yeah. Congratulations, Purple. Proud of you, buddy. Yeah, John has helped a lot of people realize what can happen if you drink too much. He really has helped more people than he realizes. It's amazing. You know, he, he's helped more alcoholics than stutterers. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Boom. That's hilarious. Joseph Collins, 199, biggest creep. It's easy. Easy. It's Juan Melendez. Menendez. You gotta love Vinny Carlino. Oh, shucks. Michael C., did Mo talk about a stutterer's kid? Where's Dan? Was that Hitman Dan? We don't know. Unfortunately, the guy's name was Michael Avery. It was not Hitman Dan. And he didn't run out of the car with a uh, cane. He did get out of the car. <laughs> Burning cane. Oh, God. Oh, That's God crazy damn it. shit. All right, voicemail. By the way, how do you not stop, drop, and roll? Also, you know? Well, suicidal. I know, but he's running. When you watch that whole video, uh-huh. people are like, Going up to it, then going, oh no, fuck that! <laughs> what he got? Yeah, what are you gonna do? Out, <laughs> yeah. They're just like, no, fuck it, thanks. <laughs> Everybody was just stepping back. It was beautiful. All right, voicemails, podcast, profit. Hey, triple bypass, Paulino. It's the uh, podcast profit here. This is an admirable attempt to uh, bring in a puppy fucker, um, and as fucked up as that is, like that is fucked up and creepy. However, uh, you're putting a dog's life over a human's life, and uh, just about every sadly, time. Sadly, I have to go with Carl yet again because, yeah, doing the shit that happened to that kid is way more fucked up Thank than what you. happened to that dog. Thank you. Okay. You're not I prefer, alone in that theory. I prefer dogs to people most of the time, and there are exceptions. Like if it was my life or a dog's life, kill the fucking dog. But you know, anybody else, puppies are cute. Next voicemail. Hey, Carl. Hey, Vinny. The uh, biggest creep in Christmas has got to be whatever PR agency Israel got to do that Israel letter to Santa thing. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. Well, I don't know about this. Do you know about this? I do not. I don't know why I hit that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, I will look it up. All right. Hey, it's Podcast Profit. Oh, uh, creep report. No, not a raid. Wrong show. Uh, what, what I find to be a huge creep is uh, my HR person uh, at the nice restaurant I'm the sous chef at. Uh, uh, she came to me and the chef uh, asking for money for our dishwasher who's you know retarded and has no family and she wants to make sure he has presents to open. That's sure. nice. Well, good. But I, I got a lot of shit. I'm trying to fucking take care of in my own life. You know, presents for my family and fucking moving, blah, 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 car payments, shit like that. Like, ask, we run a fucking $2.5 billion restaurant. Ask the goddamn owner if it's okay to fucking, you know, splurge on this kid a little bit. Like, I'll, I'll fucking gladly chip in 
10, 20 dollars, you know, but like asking me to fucking buy wheel bearings to fix his car and all that shit. Like, no, no fucking way. I got enough problems. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. All right. I will say this because I cooked in restaurants, not to that level, obviously, but, um, you don't, you don't appreciate the dishwasher until they ain't there anymore. And then all of a sudden you're like, I would have given that guy a hundred bucks. I should have given that guy a hundred bucks. The dishwasher is the most important person in a restaurant. Yeah. IMO. Yeah. That's why they walk around like king shit. They take breaks whenever they want. Yeah. Hey, go ahead, have another cigarette, man. That's fine. That's fine. As long just, as we get just the- Just come back and sling fucking as dishes. As we get the pans. Dude, I, there was nothing more fun than cooking in a restaurant, getting every single thing dirty. You just chuck the pans into a giant th- fucking thing. The guy comes over, collects them. Next thing you know, they're all clean for you to use again. It's great. I told you that story about my buddy, Mike Barry, who was in the Navy. We've talked about Mike before on okay. the show. He was uh, a fuck up. He's been a fuck up his whole life. He's the greatest guy in the world, but he is an absolute great well, you, I knew that when you said my friend. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're my friend too, so yeah. yeah. No, I know. We're all lumped in together. <laughs> I get it. I don't know why the friends do <laughs> Anyway, go ahead. So he was a dishwasher on a fucking ship. That was his job. Okay. And he would sleep it all the time, and he wouldn't do the shit he was supposed to do, and he slept in past breakfast, and somebody comes into his bunk, wakes him the fuck up, and goes, the Admiral's on the ship doing inspections. Breakfast was like an hour ago. Lunch is coming up. So he jumps up, runs down to the kitchen, to the mess hall, fucking starts scrubbing dishes he goes Vinny, they're mm-hmm. stacked to the fucking ceiling mm-hmm. and the admiral walks in and he goes this is what i like to see <laughs> this is the kind of sailor we need around here and he fucking gave him a chip which is a big fucking deal in the navy wow. i guess and he's like this is this is my kind of sailor right here good for you son you're doing the job nobody else wants to do put him all up on a pedestal and god damn is he a fuck up yeah that but that's the thing though is that you expect the dishwasher to be a fuck-up. Yeah. If they had their shit together, they'd be begging for money on the corner of the street because that's a much better job than a dishwasher. All right, Carl, I have uh, a creep-off wheel of consequence suggestion, and then I would like to make one after that. Okay. If doing a drama podcast is added to the wheel of consequences, I'd like to make a suggestion on the topic. Okay. A drama podcast from the inside of one of the it cut off at the end. He whispered it. What did he I, say? He said from the inside. Well, I'll play it again. You got to listen real close. Inside of one of the planes. One of the planes at 9-11? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's kind of fun. I like drama podcasts. I think that would be really funny. We talked about this on the bonus show, right? Yeah. That's when we brought this up. Uh, Wheel of Consequence. We've done this before where Vinny had to produce a couple podcasts as his consequence. But would be even more fun is to do an audio drama podcast with a script acting, fully work. We thought that'd be a lot of fun. We could uh, cast it, whoever has to do that. So we, we want to add that to the wheel. I'm in on that one. Sounds like, sounds terrible, actually, but I'll do I it. I like that premise, too. That sounds right. fun. I was listening to The Biggest Problem of the Universe this morning, mm-hmm. and goddamn Vito Giswaldi made me laugh. Yeah. He he said something. I got holy fuck. That would be the greatest consequence of the world. What's that? He was talking about those uh, election workers down there in Georgia. Hear me out. Here's what we do. Okay. We volunteer to be election workers okay. in the upcoming presidential election, uh-huh, uh-huh. and then we go and we go wherever there's definitely a camera, and we spill a backpack full of USB sticks all over the place. <laughs> I heard him talking about this too. Like just, just be as suspicious it. as as suspicious as possible. Yeah, you're constantly like hiding shit from people as they walk by. Ah, that don't look- 
Holy shit, Vito. That would be the you funniest. You walk with a giant pallet of papers and slam them down. Yeah. Yeah. I just like the idea of a backpack full of USB sticks that you just spill all over the floor and start stuffing back in. That's <laughs> uh, very funny. Oh, God damn it. It's <sighs> a good idea. So, uh, wait a second. Hold on. Vinny, do you agree with Carl's drama podcast that claims wrestling is the same as drag? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question right there. You know what? Sure. <laughs> sure. It's about as good as a drag show Wrestling these days. is drag for uh, gay people who are not out of the closet yet. Oh, fuck. <laughs> is that what's going on? Closet gay people. Why aren't you into it more then? How dare you? How dare you? All right. So I'm done with voicemails. Carl, you ready to do a scum parade? Yes, let's do it. All right. Scum parade. Take me on a raid of these fuck charades that these creeps have made. Scum parade. Vinny and Carl gonna tell you about some fuck shit. Scum parade. Like stories of a kid fucked by his mom or dad. Soaking up the blood of a cat scum parade. Shit. You know, one thing I think we could all agree on, especially after listening to that podcast earlier, high school can be shitty, Carl. Oh, yeah, it certainly can be. But in New Delhi, it is v- even shittier than you could imagine. It's pretty shitty in India, turns out. The police on Monday arrested a school principal and a teacher in southern India. Uh, principal Barathamama and Professor Muniyapa. You did that so well. Thanks. They're both arrested uh, because... Several images taken by another teacher at the school uh, leaked to the press and to the media. The image showed uh, students between the ages of 11 and 15 years old cleaning a septic tank with their bare hands without any safety gear. Yeah, but Vinny, this is the thing. They're untouchables. Why is this even a story? That's what they're supposed to do, isn't it? No, Carl. You're supposed to treat everybody equally. In India? What's the point of going there, then? What are you what going is, there for? How do you know what cast you're fucking in, motherfucker? What cast do you think you made it to? Oh, that's right. You were born in America. Pretty impressive. Some good fucking karma, my man. That's some good I love that they had karma. to make this. In this article, you're going to get to it, but I love they had to make this illegal to uh, make children clean out septic tanks with their bare hands. In 1993, they finally got around <laughs> to that. They're like, we got to stop this. It's kind of gross. Well, there's fucking... <laughs> shit and chemicals in there and they're just making these kids like shovel out turds with their fucking bare hands up until 1993 that was perfectly legal in india to force kids to do that okay great question for michael c for a dollar 99 is carl pro fitz fritz von eric yay or nay i'll come back to you with that one okay you're probably a yay you'd like him all right, so this is illegal to do. You have to have licenses. You have to have equipment, and you can't force – well, I guess you can force children to work in India, but you can't force them to work unsafely, apparently. Apparently not. With human excrement. And uh, the they are been arrested and are charged with uh, – doesn't even say. Whatever the laws are over there. They're charged with hilarious antics. Did you see the people who are working in the uh, septic system? What would that, those people be called? I don't know. I I forget the term, but um, they earn between $2.17 and $2.41 per month. 
It seems it says. like affordable to hire a professional then. Is what it says. Well, that's a good point. But also I was thinking, what's the point? If you offered me a job that sucks and you go, but I'll give you two fifty a month. Well, I'm definitely not doing that. That's ridiculous. Solid point. (laughs) I I really don't understand what that's going to do for you. I also understand why there aren't a lot of Indian people on our Patreon now. We might have priced them out of it. Good point. Good point. Now, I am picturing here Indian Principal Skinner and Groundskeeper Willie just making (laughs) these kids work for free and cheap. Super Nintendo Chalmers. Yeah. Shows up, takes a photo. Well, I got a creep for you folks. Uh, this one's fun because... What the fuck? It's a lady, folks. Oh, okay. Her name is Rebecca Louise Milkaleff. Now, she was sentenced December 12th after 28 videos of her trying to carry out six... Basically, she was trying to fuck a dog... Yeah, trying to like is the key times. term here. And I was wondering, what is creepier, sex acts on a dog or attempted sex acts on a dog? Like, this is what I say. Try not. Do or do not. There is yeah. no try. Listen, dogs get horny if they think a blanket is soft enough. They get boners, okay? <laughs> it's true. Like, so it shouldn't take a lot. Yeah, honey. Honey. Maybe trim. Prosecutor Stephanie Gallagher said the recordings were sent to a thirty-five to her thirty-five-year-old then partner. Uh, this happened in Australia. The man was dating at the time, dating her at the time, sent her messages encouraging her to engage in sexual activity with her pet in the weeks leading up to the incident. She initially refused to indulge his request for her to practice the sick deeds, but eventually agreed and filmed the clips in January of this year. Now, she had a good defense, though. She uh, was suffering with her mental health, and she was dealing with an eating disorder. What does that have to do with anything? Well, she also had had experienced domestic violence in a previous relationship. Yeah, we'll join the club. Now, they don't all fuck dogs, you know. The psychologist report found that made her more vulnerable to manipulation at the hands of her former partner. She didn't try to fuck the dog 28 times just all on her own. Here's what I have to say to that. Shut the fuck up, asswipe, and suck my cock. She also said there's no evidence of specific harm to any of the mom's pets. And uh, she said she was at, uh, now at risk of losing her job of 16 years as a result of this case. You know what's interesting about this? This would be perfectly legal in Spain. Mm-hmm. Perfectly legal. She got uh, she was sentenced to 15 months and uh, was suspended for 18 months. I don't even know what that means. She's also been banned from owning, buying, or otherwise acquiring any animal for five years. Someone in the uh, chat just gave me a, an interesting idea. Is that 15 dog months? How does that work? That's a good point. Yeah, I'd probably do that pretty easily on a weekend. All right. December 29th, Carl. We're going to meet the 44-year-old manager in training at a McDonald's in North Carolina. Her name is Latoya Gladney. Good okay? for you, Latoya. That's awesome. Yeah. She told police that her, her employees were disrespecting her the other night. What? No. And she was so upset by it, she called her husband to come and assist her at this Good, McDonald's. Good, yeah. You don't disrespect Latoya. She's trying her best, guys. Come on. Yeah. So her husband, Dwayne Walden, who also happens to be a church pastor okay. from a strip mall church. <laughs> yeah, next to North Bueno Burrito. Yeah, it's right next to a place called uh, Bueno Burrito in yeah. Thomasville, North Carolina. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty good church. Now, well, I got to think a man service? of the cloth, though, is going to handle this properly. Right. 
He chose not to turn the other cheek, Carl. Oh. He walked into the kitchen and began punching an employee named Theodore Garlington in the face. Okay. One of the cooks. That's fun. Walden also allegedly wrapped his hands around Garlington's neck and began pushing his head towards the deep fryer. Jesus. That escalated quickly. Well, how do you baptize people? Just for, <laughs> just for disrespecting your lady friend? That seems a bit excessive. Yeah. Now, before Garlington 34 could be dipped in the hot oil, several employees jumped up. Excuse me, jumped on Walden and pulled them off of him. Now, he suffered a large contusion on his forehead and the right eye, along with scratches on his neck. EMS workers responded to the scene. Now, after they interviewed the witnesses, Walden was arrested for assault. He got a $1,000 bond and a mist- and he has a January 22nd misdemeanor trial scheduled. So He's fine. He'll be out. Yeah, but he's also a pastor. Here's a fun fact about him, because we like fun facts today. He works as a semi-truck driver and a pastor. Yeah, well, just being a pastor probably doesn't pay the bills Yeah, at that strip mall, be my guess. Solid point. Um, did you see the photo they used of this guy? It's a beautiful photo. It must be from the church's website, right? Because yeah, he looks just, bad. He looks like a badass pastor. He does. He's got the nut, the collar, the whole deal. I wonder if he wore it when he was trying to murder that man. I don't know, but I picture that, and it makes it more fun. Vinny, I have a question for you. Sure. Let's say he was successful in dunking this guy's head into that deep front. Uh-huh, then he would have been born again. Would you eat chicken McNuggets out of that fryer after that? No. No? No, I don't want face on my McNuggets. Okay. What if they cleaned out the oil and put new oil in? Well, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. But here's what, at the, the very better. least. I don't know. Well, okay. Before I answer this, and I'll answer you honestly, because I don't want to lie. How long after the incident are we uh, dipping these nuggets? I don't lie. I don't like to lie. Well, if I said hours, would that be crazy? Well, here's what I would assume. Yeah. I would assume that the layers of skin that melt off will crisp up, and they'll be able just to scoop them off the top with of one course. of those baskets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the hair and the Do I know Velcro. that this just happened? Yeah, I obviously know it just happened. No, well, yeah, you have to know. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to get a choice, I suppose. I would ask if I could look at it. Yeah, That's yeah, as far yeah, as yeah. I go. Can let I look taste, at the- Let me taste one first, and I'll tell you. Yeah, let me just make sure there's not hair in it, because hair, that's where you got me. I was going to go for this. And I'm like, ah, I don't want hair. All right, Vinny, you want to eat these nuggets where a guy was just murdered in the same fryer? I don't know. What kind of dipping sauce do you have? What are we talking about as far as dipping sauces are concerned? Well, at a McDonald's, it's either going to be the honey mustard or the sweet and sour. Yeah, you don't go barbecue at a McDonald's? I don't like the McDonald's barbecue. I'll go barbecue at a Wendy's, though. Interesting. See, when you were doing that wrestling show on Cardiff Network, you should have been talking fast food. You and John Hines should team up and talk fast food. That I would listen to. He wouldn't be able to handle it. We get too, it'd be, get so lost in the What's your take on Arby sauce? Arby sauce is delightful. I agree. Arby sauce, <laughs> man. Just the classic roast beef with Arby sauce. Oh, you can't beat it. Fuck yeah. Let's go get some right after What's this. What's great about it is that there's no roast beef involved and zero barbecue sauce involved, and it still is delicious. <laughs> what do you think that it is that we're eating? I have no idea. At, at Arby's? Yeah. I mean, you've seen that thing. It's not roast beef. I never go in there. I don't know that I ever see it. Come on. You've never seen the thing that they're, they're carving back there at Arby's? Someone someone in this chat has worked at Arby's and will tell me what this is. Okay. Bronco it's roast sauce. beast from... Bronco sauce from Arby's is the shit. What about horsey sauce? What's Bronco sauce? I don't even know. I don't know, know about that. The horsey sauce is fine. All right. Marion County, Florida, Carl. Let's finish up in Florida, shall we? Yes, we always like Florida. 
A Tennessee man was taken into custody on Sunday after being accused of trying to sexually exploit a 14-year-old girl he met online. Parents, I don't know how you're supposed to watch your children, but I hope a story like this will just make you think about ways that maybe it can help because kids are dumb. We've proven this with this uh, podcast that we listened to earlier. Kids are fucking stupid. They really are. And this is a really dangerous fucking man who is on the internet here. In a release, deputies say they received a call last month that the girl had run away from her home in Marion County, Florida. Investigators say they discovered that she had been using the online platform Discord to have inappropriate conversations with a guy named Wesley Hurd, who went by the name Vileville. So, uh, I guess Discord... And he's 29, by the way. Discord could be a, a dangerous place, but uh, if you want to join our Discord, it's free for anyone who wants to get on there. Go to whoarethese.com to find the link, sign right up, and of course, we do have a creep-off channel in that Discord yep. where you and fellow creeps can chat about the show. It's listed right under the one where we goof on stuttering John's kids, is the name of oh, it. Oh, gosh, that channel's my favorite channel, that Discord. Yeah. It's really as funny. Yeah, it's great. You moderate it very well. A lot more fun than you would have thought. I know. I'm, I'm constantly in there making sure there's no words that are inappropriate, things like that. Yeah, which is good. You don't want any 15-year-olds getting raped in there. Detectives soon learned that the girl had run away from home. She had been picked up by her and brought back to his home in Tennessee. He had been grooming her, encouraging her to produce child pornography with another eight-year-old child and kidnapped that child for him, detectives said. Okay. He also had persuaded her to brand herself by carving the letters V-I-L, part of his username, into parts of her body. Sure it wasn't V-T-L? <laughs> it's going to get real interesting if that's the case. You want to win a TV? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so this guy's name is has the word evil in it. Vile.ville, it's evil at the end. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and so mm -hmm. does one VTL, also has the word evil in his name. Hmm. Interesting. Satan, Santa. Interesting. Interesting. Guy. Now, the deputies tracked down Hurd and the 14-year-old girl, and Hurd was arrested. In an interview, Hurd admitted that he would often find vulnerable underage girls online, encouraging them to hurt themselves while he watched via video. And why did he... Give them this information? Is he stupid? Is everyone in this story stupid? It sounds like it. Uh, didn't I start with Florida and Tennessee? Good point. You know, a lot of dummies involved in this one. So after he would film them and get this video of them hurting themselves, he would distribute it as pornography to other creepos. So he's being charged with human trafficking, solicitation to commit human trafficking, branding a victim related to human trafficking, solicitation to commit kidnapping, aggravated child abuse, possession of child pornography, transmitting child pornography, destruction of physical evidence, Lewd and lascivious exhibition via transmission. Three counts. Unlawful use to a communicate device to facilitate a felony interference with child custody. He is in a lot of fucking trouble. Oh, my. And due to her having numerous photos of children with the username VIL branded into them and the conversations he was having with them, detectives say they believe there could be a lot more victims out there. No, the, the police said they believe there could be more victims. There's photos of other kids who have VIL branded on them on this guy's computer. They're like, I don't know, there might be some more victims out there. I'm so here's sure. what I want you to do. There definitely are. There I want you are, all sir. to go check your children's taints. Yes, look now, for VIL on Look there. for a VIL or a VTL. <laughs> maybe <laughs> we'll catch Maybe we'll... <laughs> Maybe we'll find out what's really happening. And anyone with information about this or similar cases is urged to contact detectives at 352-351-4710. Carl? 
Serious inquiries only. Yes. Additionally, tips can be made anonymously at Crime Stoppers of Marion County at 352-368-7867. Don't brand your children, folks, and don't let weirdos on the internet brand your kids. And Discord is fun. It's a great place to be. Oh, my God. It's so hateful and fun. It's so good. Oh, so much hate and fun stuff. So, Carl, this was a fun episode. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Yes. 2023 is in the books. We'll never talk about it ever again. We're moving forward now. Well, we'll talk about it next week when we figure out who wins, and we'll decide Oh yeah, we'll decide who wins because you will go to thecreepoff.com and vote for who you thought brought the bigger creep. Also, you can... Um, you know what would be a lot of fun to do? We have a subreddit. We don't talk about it enough, but there is a subreddit for uh, the creep off. Yep. What do you want to know about our results girl Jessica's personal life? We don't ask her enough questions to really understand who she is as a person, and it seems like she wants to open up to us and tell us more about her. So if you have any questions you want to answer, let us know. We'll have her read them and answer those questions. Maybe we can start a fun thread in there. Now, also, just a quick reminder to everybody who's watching this, you can uh, watch this show on Carl's channel, who are these podcasts live, usually at 1 o'clock on Mondays. Correct. Or on the Creep Off channel at the same time. Mm-hmm. We simulcast. But today, coming up in about a half hour, who are these broadcasters will be live. So stick Correct. around and keep an eye out for our boys Christian and Eric Zane, both great fellas. Easy and blat. And I uh, also want to remind you that you can leave us a voicemail at 585-371-8108 anytime you want to. So uh, we'll be back next Monday with a new episode here. I think we got uh, just a couple more. Yeah. Okay. Just one. What does that say? I don't know. Michael T., thanks for the two bucks. Also, John's last brain cell became a new member. Well, that's so nice. Thank you very much, John's last brain cell. Oh, there it goes. Wait to hold on. There it goes. <laughs> oh, I know what that says. What is it? John? Oh, I do. I know what that says, too. <laughs> Michael C., how could you? Jung Sons of Trans. Yes. Very funny. Very good, Michael C. All right. It's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gagia. I'm club fucking pudding, you asswipe. That ain't funny. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. 